0: Hello, and welcome to the Campaigner Podcast. I'm your host, and the goddamn flu got me. It fucking got me, Allie Pippin. If you can't tell by that opening or the sultry, mucus-laden tone of my voice, I am unwell. (laughs) I'm super congested. I'm tired, but completely unable to get a full night's rest. All kinds of fun things. And because of that, this episode is going to be Very, very, very short. One, because I just don't have the energy. You're going to hear me wheezing in a few short minutes. And two, uh, number one again, but louder and more sniffly. It's going to be a micro episode. But I wanted to share briefly, just like a really big reminder, a learning that I got this week being this sick. Um, But to tell you the story, I have to go back. I have to go back about two years ago. So about two years ago, I had a pretty bad cold like this, some coughs, some congestion, sinus pressure, you name it. But because I declared myself just so busy, so impossibly busy, I pretty much told my body, like, fuck off, (laughs) not today, Satan. And I powered through it. And because I'm a good corporate employee, I took a day off of work, I slept all day, and then I arrived back at work like the next day as if I weren't miserable, even though I still didn't feel 100%. And usually when I get a cold, I have like one pre-sick day where I've got a little like post-nasal drip situation happening, but I'm otherwise fine. And then usually I wake up on day two feeling like death warmed over, just dripping in sweat because I have a slight fever or whatever. And this continues into day three. And usually by the end of day three, I'm on the tail end of it all and day four rolls around and I'm for the most part fine. So taking like a single day off of work seems like just more than enough. But, in the instance of this period, two years ago, my single day of rest, surprise did not make me feel better. I was still miserable, but I had taken my allotted one sick day. And while my congestion eventually cleared up, I still had this like terrible cough for like a month. And it was getting worse. Like it was getting progressively worse. And I was losing energy. I wasn't gaining any. I sounded like a smoker with this like wet, heavy cough. couldn't stand for periods of time without getting winded. And eventually after about a month of my, like, since my first cold thingy, I all of a sudden had another one and I tried to power through it again, but I physically couldn't, like I, I just couldn't. And I finally went to urgent care because clearly this was something more than allergies, something more than just like a regular sinus infection for it to go and come back, but never really leave. Right. And I was really sick. But admittedly, like, I knew I wasn't feeling very well and I knew something was really wrong, but I was still trying to power through it. I, like, I figured Urgent Care could get me, like, the really good decongestants, the ones that, like, you have to sign over collateral and, like, show your license at and shit to get, right? And I figured I would just get those, I'd take them, I'd snot, you know, I'd shit all the snot out of me, right? And then I'd get back to work the next day. And the doctor at Urgent Care was like, yeah, Bitch, you're really sick. You have bronchitis and you have pneumonia. And what's more than likely is you have bronchitis the first time and it left untreated for so long that now you got pneumonia, you idiot. And I've been trying to power through that shit, telling myself I was too busy to be sick That I, and I couldn't fucking breathe. And I was like, well, I really should only allow myself like one day to recover here. Like, what the fuck, man? And when I told my boss that, you know, again, two years ago, I was like, hey, buddy, I got bronchitis. I got pneumonia um not doing too well and he's like okay very graciously I don't want to see you in the office for at least a week and that was that and he's like we're going to rally cap it we're going to figure out we're not going to bother you here's a week take a fucking week and during that week off it was probably the very first time in my professional career that I felt like I had permission to rest to unplug to actually take real time off like every other time I've taken a sick day I'm just so fucking paranoid that people think I'm just slacking. And I feel the need to come into work when I'm sick so that when I call out for being sick, everyone's like, oh yeah, damn. Like remember Allie like sneezed and coated her entire keyboard in mucus yesterday. Like she looked fucking terrible. Of course she needs a sick day. When in reality, we all know how it comes when you're being sick. We can be totally fucking fine. And then we wake up the next morning and we feel like garbage Like after this initial sickness, when I had fricking bronchitis and pneumonia, I was on a steroid inhaler for months, for months after getting this sick. It was fucking terrible. And after this instance, I was pretty much like, I'm never going to do this again. If I'm sick, I'm going to fucking be sick for as long as I'm sick. And granted last year, a whole other different kind of fricking guilt took over me, but I didn't have a cold like this, you know, one that really knocked me on my ass And then this year started and my scope from the last time I was a sick had probably tripled. I've got my real job, my like nine to five. I've got this podcast. I've got my store. My kids in the last week have had a dance recital and a play. Justin started a new job and he's been out of town. So a lot more parenting stuff is solely up to me now when we would share the load. And I've just been feeling like really, really, really run down the past couple of weeks Like, I feel like I'm driving with my gas light on, and you're just gambling every single time you get on the highway. Like, ugh, will my gas last, right? And I know I'm approaching empty, but I'm just trying to squeeze the last couple of miles out of my tank. And then this past weekend rolls around. Justin's out of town. He's at this freaking reunion for all of his fancy shirt people. Those of you that know Justin know exactly what I'm talking about. Those of you that haven't met my husband, just get on my Instagram. The man dresses... Like he's going to a child's birthday party every day. I fucking love it. He loves them. He looks stylish as fuck. And he met with a bunch of other people who did that. But anyway, this past weekend, I couldn't sleep. He wasn't home. And Friday night, I like tossed and turned all night. Saturday, I was sleeping for a bit. But then I would just like lay in bed awake for what felt like hours on end. This whole time, just assuming it's because Justin wasn't home and I didn't feel used to him like not being in bed sleeping beside me. But then he came home Sunday, and Sunday night, I didn't sleep at all. Like, I, I was up for over 24 hours. My body was exhausted, and my eyes were, like, spring-loaded awake. Like, did you ever play that board game when you were a kid called Don't Wake Daddy? I'm pretty sure this was, like, deep, like a deep-cut board game. But you had the dad that was, like, on a fucking recliner, and he was asleep. And you tried to sneak food out of the fridge, which I'm thinking about this game now. Doesn't sound fun. Sounds like an abuse escape. Um, but then you didn't want the daddy to wake up because he would just freaking like spring load up in his recliner. That's what my eyeballs felt like, okay? I would lay in bed and I would just feel my eyes just like pop back open, like, not today, bitch. So I like got out, figured I'd watch TV for a little bit. That did nothing. I scrolled on TikTok for literally four full hours. Four full hours. And I was, I answered work emails at like three o'clock in the morning and I scheduled them to like be sent at eight. Because I'm a monster. And I watched the fucking sunrise and it was lovely. And there was a bunch of old ladies out there already on their first morning laugh. And I didn't know how they did it because I'd been awake for 24 hours. And by the time my family woke up that morning on Monday, I was fucking sitting on the couch, staring at the wall, watching it move in a spiral pattern, okay? I was not right. I was unwell. And then about halfway through the day on Monday, I had called out of work. I started getting really congested. I was exhausted and congested. And then I barely slept Monday night. So I called out Monday night, middle of the night again, while I'm up answering emails at 2 o'clock in the fucking morning. Called out on Tuesday. Tuesday rolled around, and I figured one more day would be good. I was still miserable. I'm recording this on a Wednesday. This morning I got up at 8 o'clock to try and do work, and my boss was like, how are you feeling? And I was like, I fucking hate it. I'm miserable. I want to go to bed. And she's like, then go to bed. But... I still feel hopeless because I genuinely have work I need to get done. I feel miserable. I sound miserable. I know I have like big meetings tomorrow that I can't miss. But, and I have stuff that I got to get done in my 9 to 5 and in my 5 to 9. And just in my regular nine other part-time, full-time job of taking care of my kids. They have a fucking play today. I don't know if I'm going to go. I'm very upset about it. Um, anyway, at this point, I've taken three days off of work to literally sleep and watch cartoons. And I don't feel any better. And I feel guilty because of that. But also I feel like my tank has finally reached empty and I'm doing what I can to try to get it refilled again, but I'm like dead on the road, okay? And it's funny how easily I forgot what it was like to be knocked down on my (laughs) ass. It happened two years ago. It's happened this week. It's funny to me to think that I could keep operating at this pace that I've been operating at and not expect my body to legitimately quit on me. But here I am. I am in pajamas. I'm slightly high on decongestants. I'm wearing a nasal strip. I got a cup of tea in my hands that is too hot, but I can't taste it because I'm so fucking congested. I don't have COVID. I've already checked that. Don't worry. And I just wanted to say a few quick things. Friends, when you burn the candle at both ends, the only good that's going to come of that is you're going to burn that candle faster and you're going to hurt yourself. There's no alternative. We're burning a candle at both ends. will make a better light or a longer light. It will just burn faster and it will burn you. And I know this and I know you know this. So why do we feel so much guilt when we allow ourselves the time we need to rest? Why don't we just ask for help when we fucking need it? Take care, taking care of your health is not a treat yourself, okay? It's not a spoil yourself moment. It's not being lazy, we should not live our lives like martyrs. There's nothing noble in our suffering. We can't give the best of us if we're not taking care of the rest of us. Isn't that a song? A 98 degree song? Or um, what's the one that's like, cause I want it all, right? Yeah, have the rest of you, but I want the rest of you. It's an O-Town moment, all right? So learn from me. Don't be like me. If you're feeling burnt out, Rest. Rest is not weakness. And most importantly, don't mistake busy for important. So, thanks for coming to my PSA, my after school special. I'll be back with more full length campaigner fun next week. But until then, I'm going to go take a nap again. I'm going to go find some soup, probably. Um, but until we speak again, good friends, get your fucking flu shot. Get your fucking COVID vaccine and you're doing great, sweetie. Bye.